Welcome to the Encompassing Podcast, the show where two lifelong friends talk about things that lifelong friends talk about. I'm Barrett, this is Pearson, and this is our third episode. So uh, if you've watched the other two episodes, you know how this goes. Uh, we're probably just going to get right into it. Uh, we just got done with Christmas. Yeah. How was yours? Pretty good. Got some clothes and got some books. Kind of excited about My favorite gift, though, was from my girlfriend is uh she her dad bought some has like some little laser wood burning thing and she burned into the side of this little step basically like a step stool uh pearson soapbox which is (laughs) because apparently i get on my soapbox a lot and i I guess i say that but i'm i'm like i loved it and i'm super excited because like when if i if and when i become a teacher like that's gonna be my classroom for sure and like when i start ranting i just go stand on my soapbox i loved it but uh yeah it went pretty good um you know dealt with family um played spike ball with some people because i got i filmed spike ball at dirt cheap for like 25 dollars um where it was normally 70 so i was like i'll go ahead and buy it and so we had fun how about you i also i'm a big fan of spike ball love spike ball but uh I mean, it, it was an eventful Christmas. Uh, like I said, last episode, it's a lot of traveling mm-hmm. uh, with my girlfriend going to see her family and back. I got so many gift cards. It, it's a pretty genuinely, like generally good gift to get someone because they can get what they want with it. So yeah, I, I, got get, a, I like gift cards a lot. Uh, and then I, I got what we called Colt's Pajama. Uh, a few years ago, my I, I think my mom got me a pair of Colt pajamas, and then so did my grandmother, and it was the same pair. And so, whenever two people get you the same gift, we call it getting Colt pajamas. And since my <laughs> since my family is on different like they're they're on different Christmas lists and stuff like yeah, and all around, uh. I got Colt's pajama and so did my girlfriend. I got uh I got two of the same Xbox controllers and then I got and my girlfriend got two hydroflasks. So I mean you, you can always make use for something and I don't really like to re-gift or whatever, but Yeah, I, I got I think the this has happened to me several times throughout the years. The one I remember the most is that book that I, I got found by haddocks margaret something haddocks um that found book which is a really weird series actually but um i I got two of them because i got and they we were on the same christmas list and somehow i still got two of the same book and i gave one to you and your dad called me a re-gifter and like made fun of me because i told you why i'd gotten it and so yeah your dad made fun of me a lot (laughs) Not as, as, not as much as your uncle makes fun of us, but you're <laughs> still. <laughs> I mean, they're still they're still rolling strong. Yeah, I I mean, a book is less useful than two Xbox controllers. Yeah, you I can guess use two Xbox controllers. Right. Yeah, uh, and definitely you can use two Hydra flasks. Uh, one you for use, hot, one for cold. You can use two pajamas, I guess, or. I gave a pair to my girlfriend. I was so, about to say like, you could give, yeah, and you could be matching, and you can do like Christmas cards together. How fun! Right, right. <laughs> but but a book, I mean, unless you unless you got both of them out reading, you know, <laughs> switching between. I don't. Well, yeah, and I and I collect, but like I have, like I like 
keeping books that I have. Like I don't, I'm not a big just get and give away or anything like that. Like I like my library, but I don't need two of the same book. Like I don't need another copy. Right. I'm not going to lose the first copy. I mean, do you oh. have like a favorite book? No, I don't know. I like like children. Like I, so a book I've always said is one of my favorite, at least story-wise is Holes by Lewis Sakar. Oh, I love yeah. Holes. Um, but see, now I'm reading a lot of like nonfiction, you know, how to think or talking to straight by Malcolm. Glad- I'm reading some Malcolm Gladwell stuff. And so I read biographies. And so there's some there's some cool stuff out there. But uh, I wouldn't say I don't know. Yeah. Whatever I just said. Yeah. Oh, I, like, I, 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 like to, I like to kill a mockingbird, too. Not a big fan of Harper Lee, but I like to kill a mockingbird. So right. I, I think I had. uh my my favorite book of all time is probably Anthem, Ayn Rand. Anthem, I remember good. reading that? Anthem's so good. Oh, okay. I'll tell you one of my favorite, In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Hmm. In Cold Blood's really well done. It's still like, it's that biographical style. Like it's true, it's realistic. It's not realistic, but it's true. So true stories, that true event stuff I like. Um, uh-huh. So I like biopics, like movies so much. But yeah, In Cold Blood by Truman Capote, is, it's, it's really well done. So yeah, I got another book. I went and bought a book. I went to a thrift store and you remember where the sidewalk ends by Shel Silverstein. Right. Yep. I got a copy of it, like an old copy of it for like $2. It's pretty cool. And Shel Silverstein, that was my childhood. Talk about the giving tree. The giving tree is also a top 10 book. (laughs) It is. I I just, I remember distinctly reading all of the, Shel Silverstein like poems and stuff like uh Runny Babbitt. Yeah, Runny yeah. Babbitt, where the sidewalk ends. There was another one that I can't remember, but yeah, we it was something like sideways, I believe. Maybe. Wow. I like Shel Silverstein. And then my giving tree book that I have, like I have a book in the giving and the back has his picture, like as big as the head cup thing with his beard itself, bald. It's fun. Right. Oh, she'll see seen. So, pretty good Christmas overall. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, do we have anything for news? There's a few things um, happening. I know we kind of wanted to hit on the uh, the blizzard up in Buffalo. So, <laughs> I, what for first? Like, I knew that there was they were getting weather up there and all this, but what first struck me on, like, really turned me on to it was. I saw the video of the Buffalo Bills players returning home, digging their car out of snow. And the snow had piled up above their cars. And it's like ice, basically. They're chipping away ice. Like, it was crazy. And then there was the truck. You saw the white truck pulling out. It still had the jet, massive glacier in the back of the bed of his truck. Like, right. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's not all, you know, funny TikTok videos of NFL players having to dig their cars out. Um, they're calling it a once-in-a-generation blizzard, according to the New York Times. It says it's like the worst storm in like 50, 50 years. Um, more than 40, as of December 26, which was uh, Monday, the more than 49 inches of snow has fell on the ground, and more is still falling. That's a lot of snow. That's like four, that's four feet. It's over four feet of snow. Yeah, I, I've never seen that much snow probably ever. <laughs> I think no. I went uh, one time when we went to London. 
um, at Stonehenge. That was the most snow I've ever seen. There's a lot of snow. I've been skiing uh, several times, so I've gotten some pretty things. I've slid down a mountain face first in thick powder snow, but that's only like a foot and a half, two feet. It's not four feet of snow. Um, kind of, I mean, devastating blizzard crippled uh, some some the foods running low and water utilities that kind of stuff. They're having problems with grids and stuff. Um, they are telling everyone to stay home. A driving ban is in place. Um, they're trying to clear the paths. Not. You know, driving bans in place, so not a lot of people are on the roads, but they're trying to do it for emergency vehicles, ambulances, police, rescue. More than 28 people have died. And we are looking at kind of what they um, have died from is we saw that some were found outside, some were found in a vehicle. And then we talked about some just did not have heat in their homes. And so um, and three died in cardiac related events trying to remove snow from outside their homes and their businesses. So wow. it's a really uh, and and it wasn't just New York. I mean, the entire United States, for the most part, has been hit by a cold snap. Um, I mean, I know here where we are in the South, um, like two years ago, now it wasn't like it was it was a good weather to do this, but it was warm enough. It was like 75, 80 degrees outside. So we jumped in the pool at my parents' house, just as like, oh, we can get in the pool on Christmas this year. It was uh, way below freezing. I mean, what was it, like 16 degrees most of the time? The wind was whipping. Um, spike ball was challenging, um, to say the least. But, yeah, so the cold snap hit all of America, but in Buffalo especially, and uh, yeah. it's not. It's being not this cold, being this cold is like, it, it's something that you don't get, get around here a lot. I mm-hmm. remember distinctly uh, when we were in high school, and we got out of school one time because they thought it might snow. <laughs> my favorite memory is not not us. We the year after we graduated, my girlfriend was still in school, and they got out. And I went over to her house, and I had to like turn on the AC in my truck. It was like eighty five degrees outside and sunny. They thought it was going to snow, and then it didn't snow, and the sun came out. And it was like warm and almost hot. It was one of the craziest things ever. But see, that's another thing. Like you hear about Buff, but they're they're aware of what's going on. We we drop below thirty two degrees down here, and everyone is worried their pipes are going to bust overnight. Which right, I did see. Bosses. Yeah, uh, which has caused a water shortage in our county, in our city, and um, the backup water companies are are shutting um, people off, like not allowing people to draw from them as backups because um, the water dripping and all the shortages and pipes busting everywhere. And it's a, but I mean, Buffalo was hit harder than anyone in the United States. And it's the worst blizzard in, like I said, in 75 something years. So um, I don't know, prayers go out to them. Um, and, and hope that uh, they can continue to work and emergency vehicles continue to, you know, be able to help people and they can still get through. And they're called in the National Guard to uh, try and work on their nat- on their power grid and to um, restore roads and, and damage power lines to be usable and stuff like that. It's, it, it's a real uh, 
it's a real dangerous situation up there for a lot of people. Right. I, it's definitely sad. I know my mom has a friend in Buffalo and said uh, my mom's friend and her husband have been separated for days because her husband yeah. is a nurse. Oh, wow. Uh, and she's stuck at home and he can't get home. Uh, I know I heard about some, like there were people trapped in a target, um, which is not the worst place to be trapped in. I would say <laughs> you got food supplies. So at least it's better than a lot of people that can't don't even have food supplies, but uh, on to, so even, even more, I, I would say sad news. I think our second story is also sad, but it's not quite as sad. It's a little bit more like last week where it's kind of infuriating. Um, we, we wanted to recently uh, coffeezilla who is a YouTuber that has uh, is one of the top 10 YouTubers out there right now, actually, as far as views really? and watches, um he might not be as far as i don't know i saw i've seen several lists including watch mojo that did top 10 youtubers for the year and coffeezilla has gained a lot of traction this year his numbers have spiked and a lot of people are watching his stuff and he recently did in an event he does this investigative reportive style uh video and he recently went into the crypto zoo quote scam um that logan paul was involved with and you know a lot more about this you actually watched his series didn't you coffeezilla right yeah i've been watching coffeezilla for like three odd years or whatever i like i like the videos that he makes uh and i i saw his series about logan paul and what he was looking at and he he makes a lot of these things uh he made some about i believe we were talking about uh uh either last podcast or the one before uh, SBF, Sam Bankman Freed, he made one about him. He interviewed Sam Bankman Freed. Uh, and this one was, this one was definitely, it was a three part series, uh, where he went in deep into everything about this, uh, this crypto scam. And he, he went through and he tried to figure out who was to blame for this because people are scammed out of millions of dollars. And, they don't have anything to show for it. Mm -hmm. So essentially what Logan Paul did and in his team, they created something called crypto suit and it was advertised as a game that can make you money. So they printed the, or they, they made this cryptocurrency zoo token. And so they would buy the zoo token and you were able to buy eggs and these eggs would hatch into animals and with the animals, you could play this game and the animals would be rarer and rarer and they would be mixes between animals and, and whatever. Um, and, and he went really in. He, he, Logan Paul said, we've invested millions of dollars into this or at least a million dollars into this. And it's going to be great. It's going to be a game that makes you money. Well, come a year and a half later, there's still no game. And people are asking questions. There, there's one guy that, that CoffeeZilla interviewed who had lost $500,000 on this. Because Logan Paul is in a position of influence. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a position of influence like that, when you say something is, is, is going to make you money and you're rich, people tend to believe you more often than if I was to tell you, you know, this will make you money. Mm -hmm. so 
Some people have lost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Yeah. You back? Yeah, yeah. Just some technical difficulties. So yeah. you gotta love it, hey. right? You gotta love it. Right. I know you thought you'd have an easy time editing. But... <laughs> no, never. What? All right. So, uh, like I was saying, you know, some people are scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars on this on this this crypto scam, mm-hmm. and you know. It, Obviously, Logan Paul's team doesn't want to doesn't want to call it a scam, and nobody who is scamming wants to call a scam a scam. But it, but essentially, at its heart, that's what it is. You promise people something that that if they spend money on this thing, they will get something in return, and they they didn't get it. And it, it's so sad for these people that that have invested you know hundreds of thousands of dollars into this. And their families are, are struggling because of this, because of somebody who wanted to make some money. So uh, the, the lowdown on all of this, because, of course, it's, a, it's an incredibly long story. Uh, there's a few players in this. Uh, there's, I think his name is it's Jeff, but mm-hmm. he goes by the Crypto King. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Eddie Ibanez and, of course, Logan Paul and his manager, um, mm-hmm. Eddie Ibanez, of course, was was the head developer. He's this guy that has said, you know, basically the story about him is that he hacked into AOL when he was only 13. He went to MIT. He was recruited from MIT to the CIA. Um, he was hired by the Philadelphia Eagles to help them win a Super Bowl with his computer science. Um, and that he is an orphan, all of which are untrue. <laughs> and this is the entire the entire net world believed this guy. They thought this guy was some sort of genius developer, and nobody caught on to him until now. Uh, Coffeezilla went in, and there was a show where he was his wife was talking about how uh, they, he had met his mother and then he called MIT. MIT said, Hey, we never, we never had this guy in our records. Um, He emailed, he even emailed the Philadelphia Eagles and the Eagles said, this man was never employed here. He signed up for a, uh, for an internship and we denied him. Um, And that was after they won the Super Bowl anyway. Hmm. So th- this guy is lying and, you know, the developers are saying, hey, we haven't got paid. And specifically the lead developer, the one who has the code for all of the games, all, all of the game, um, he, he said, hey, I'm owed a million dollars for my services. They promised me this much money and I never got paid. So I locked up the code and moved to Switzerland. Huh. Which is what I would do if I wasn't getting paid. Yeah, I mean, a million, million dollars, dollars worth of services. Yeah, I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm not going to give you what you asked for if you're not going to pay me what you agreed to pay me. And after CoffeeZilla broke this, um, you know, obviously, internet went crazy. Um, and so CoffeeZilla invited or, or 
Coffeezilla invited Logan along with Eddie and the Crypto King and Jeff and all of them onto his show um, to talk about the whole ordeal. We don't know that as a general public. Then Logan Paul releases an email that he sent to Coffeezilla. I'm about to sneeze, but it won't come. I hate all right, I sneezed. Ooh, that was better. All right, anyways, Logan Paul invites Coffeezilla onto his show, Impulsive, and is like, hey, we'll we'll discuss what CryptoZoo was. We'll talk about all of it um, for, for your team. We'll cover all your flights and accommodations and stuff. And uh, then when Coffeezilla didn't accept, he's like, I'm not going to go out there and do it in your studio with all your people. Like, that's that's setting me up. Um People kind of Coffeezilla started receiving some backlash, like, can you not defend what you said? But then Coffeezilla released the email where he had invited um Logan and the Crypto King, Eddie Jeff, all of them to his show first. So then it started this who invited who first, who's you know, stubbing who, and, and basically Logan Paul has said that this is all legit, it's not an actual scam. Um and but he he won't do a live stream with Coffeezilla as of yet, and he won't do a show on Coffeezilla's terms. And so we've yet to see anything more come from this saga. But it is very it's it's another notch in the long line of what we're seeing, which is for decades now, um, with with the influence of mass media and the influence of communication powers. And with with everyone being a literal touch away on your cell phone, um, right. these scams have gotten so much larger, and they impact so many more people and much more frequent. You know, used to the guy would come in and he'd sell snake oil to your uh, to your town, and that was a scam, and everyone lost you know a few bucks and he moved away. But now people are losing life savings, people are being scammed out of thousands and thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars like you said and the the magnitude just grows larger because of this modern age and it's uh i don't know personal belief is it's, it's time for some regulation but but i know not everyone agrees with that and some people believe it's uh basically natural selection and and, and i disagree with that i don't i think these people are i think you got to boycott these type of things right you you can't let these people continue to do these things. Sam Bankman Freed, Logan Paul, among others. I think regardless of of where your your stance on whether or not there should be regulations uh, mm-hmm. in this, uh, regardless of that, preying on the weak and the the non able minded, yeah, to recognize your thing is always scummy. It's really scummy. My favorite thing I've gotten into watching, uh, I don't watch them all the time, but YouTube, I like watching those people that scam the scammers or waste their time or whatever. Right. Um, you've seen these guys, right? Uh, of course, of course. And so I, I like watching, you know, because, and you see those tactics of, and those are, those are just, you know, phone scams, email scams. This is because it's a, it's a trusted figure you know. It's not someone random over the telephone. It's a trusted figure you know. You think you know what's going on. Um, 
they like you said, they made money or they seem to be making money. And so you believe in them and you trust in them. And then and they scam you out of millions of dollars. And so my question, I guess, is where's where's that money at? Right. Is Logan rolling it in his bed? Is it still held up in this um, coin, this crypto coin or what? Right. What's going on? Can it be fixed? Can it be remedied? I, that, I assume... That's where the rest of this comes in. Yeah. That's where the rest of the players come in because when you have a scam of this magnitude, somebody is at fault and mm-hmm. the developers are not getting paid. So that's obviously not where the money is going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see that everybody in this in this investigation, Jeff, Crypto King, Eddie, and Logan all did something that is technically not illegal, but definitely a little shady. Mm-hmm. So instead of launching the coin when they said they were going to launch it, they did something called a secret launch and they launched it without telling anybody. And then they all bought as much as they could. So the, the price drives up before they announce it officially. So now, so then they all held, you know, they all held a certain amount, like some bought hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of this crypto coin. And Jeff, no, his name is Jake, I think. His name is Jake, the crypto king. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that sold. He, it, it, it was revealed in this investigation that he had used other accounts to also buy more coin than he was supposed to and ended up selling some and profited some $6 million off of this, this scam that he was running. And Logan Paul, at some point in this, banned his, his wallet from being able to get this coin and sell this coin um so i mean all around everybody in this is stabbing each other in the back before they can stab anyone else in the back they're they're bringing this thing down from the inside before it's even being brought down on the outside and yeah so it has to go to a lack of it's a lack of understanding that because of your it inner feuding um that you you are hurting thousands of people that have invested right. in this uh so yeah golly can we get some new we next week remind me we need a happy news story i, I agree this is this is definitely <laughs> depressing people losing money people trapped in their homes it's a uh, at least our bracket it, isn't as depressing uh, this time so it'll counterbalance a little bit better <laughs> right right uh but i say we get on to sports sports do you want to uh i think we uh look at before we move on to the pros barrett i think we got to go through college first um just like like actual nfl players they got to go through college first um we got six new year bowl new year's bowl games coming up the big six um for college football i say we uh give some predictions on who we think is going to win 
the minor four, is what I'm going to call them, and then we'll talk about the big two that are actually part of the college football playoffs a little bit okay. more in depth. So um, just uh, you give me your first thoughts. Tennessee versus Clemson in the Capital One Orange Bowl on Friday. Uh, I remember Hendon Hooker getting hurt Yes, at some point in this season. Is he still hurt? I, from what I understand, he wasn't going to play, but um, I, I don't. Does that make a difference? Uh, I think so. I think that's the that that's a big part of, of uh, their he's, team. He's not playing. He suffered an ACL tear. So, um, does that mean you're going Clemson? I think I am. I'm still going to go Tennessee. I have no faith in Clemson after Deshaun Watson. I mean, it, or after Trevor Lawrence left, it's been kind of a, a weird ride over there. Which actually, I'm I'm hoping it continues to be kind of a weird ride over the next three or four years. And then when when Saban finally retires, then Dabo can come on down here and uh, roll tide, baby. Um, <laughs> but speaking of, um, Alabama is going to be taking on Kansas State in the All State Sugar Bowl in Texas. So who do you got there? I just I don't think this is a contest. I yeah. don't think I don't think you beat Alabama in in this environment. I don't think you beat Alabama in most environments. And the people that did are very lucky to be where they're at. I'll yeah. say that. And, and Tennessee being one of those, I'll point out, um, in a crazy shootout game. I say Alabama as well. It's hard to go against the tide, especially since that's my team. Um, Kansas State, you know, beat TCU in the Big Ten championship, but I don't, I don't foresee that. Alabama's going to win this game. Um, I think a lot of seniors are staying back to play, not the, um, not skipping just for the draft. Saban's been really big on that. Also, one quick note: um, Bama has secured. It looks like is going to secure the number one recruiting class for twenty twenty three which was something we've been struggling with. Not struggling, we've been in the top five, but we hadn't been number one in a while. Kirby Smart had been taking that over um, along with Ohio State and some other – A&M's been doing the same thing. So Bama's back up there. So I think it'll be interesting to see this team over the next few years. I agree. Um, last two before we get to the big two, the Cotton Bowl is USC versus Tulane. I mean, you'd like to think that Tulane can do something because they had such a great season, but non-Power 5 versus USC with um, Lincoln Riley. Who do you got? Man, I really like USC this year. I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah, it's got to be USC, right? Um, Rose Bowl is the last one. Um, The Utah Utes versus the Penn State Lions, Nidney Lions. So who do you got? Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Utah. Oh, I, I, I like Utah. them. Uh, I like them. I really, I, I like Penn State as a team. I just think Utah is gonna win this. I like Penn State as a team too. I like their coach, I like Franklin. But uh, I, I wanted to go Utah, and I'm not going to oppose you just for the sake of opposing you. So I'm gonna go Utah as well. Um, it's very weird for me to pick two Pac-12 teams to be in to, to win it because uh 
Pac-12 has been historically bad over the last since Andrew Luck left. The Pac-12 has been pretty bad in Pac-12 news. Bo Nix is coming back to Oregon. Thoughts? When I saw Bo Nix <laughs> playing at Auburn, I wanted to throw up. He looked like one of those wacky inflatable tube men running on that field. And when he got to Oregon, I was like, wow, Oregon's <laughs> going to be bad this year. And then he decided just to ball out. I think it's going to be a good team next year with Bo I mean, It was a pretty good team this year. I agree. Um, thought that was something worth bringing up, especially since I know your, uh, your weird relationship with Bo Nix. One of the greatest stories from <laughs> was your, like, mini fight with our high school science teacher over Bo Nix because you're you were talking crap about Bo Nix that's not that's not sure Cody you were talking crap back when he was at Auburn um and, and you were told that until you play football you can't talk which in my mind excluded her also from the conversation but that didn't dawn on her Oh, wow. I totally forgot about that. That was so funny. I mean, like I was loud in high school and I just talked about like everything that I wanted to talk about. But I I, just, I remember that now that I she got mad at me because I was saying that Bo Nix was awful at football. Um, And she told me that I wasn't allowed to talk about Bo Nix until you played football until I played football, <laughs> which I mean, I'll give it to her. I did not last long when I played football, <laughs> but there are a lot of sports commentators that also don't play football. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, you also just had a a, a, a love hate relationship with that teacher. I think we all did actually. Um, she loved us at times, and then she she absolutely hated us at times. Um, same with her uh, long term sub. Oh, great stories for another day. We'll t- we'll talk we'll talk about the great Bardini another day. Um, so <laughs> the big two college football playoff bowl games. Um, you got the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, this is a number two and number three matchup, Michigan versus TCU. This is an easy one for me. I want to hear your thoughts, though. As much as I just – I love TCU, and I'm so happy that they made it in, and I love uh, Max Duggan. Yeah. I – you're not going to beat Michigan. It's Michigan. Baby. Michigan's defense – it finally has an offense to help it win games. Michigan's defense has been good for years, and it finally has that offense. And so uh, Michigan all the way. Number one against number four, um, Georgia versus Ohio State. It is hard to repeat as national champions. Um, ask Nick Saban, who's greatest college football coach of all time, has only done it once. Um, it's hard to repeat. Kirby Smart's going for the repeat with the Georgia Bulldogs. Can he get through Ohio State? Your thoughts? Uh, I think this game is going to play out a lot like Mike Tyson fighting a second grader. <laughs> I think Georgia just 
wax them. I think wax Georgia them. commits war crimes against this team. I think Georgia is going to put in their ninth string by the end of this game. Do you have I some deep-seated hatred for Ohio State that – yeah, I, I, I don't mind Ohio State. I root for them when my team in the Big Ten uh, is not doing well. So I don't hate Ohio State. I just see, you know, a Fiat going up against a Mack truck right now. Well, uh, I, I, I think I also agree with you. I don't think that – I would go as far to almost imply that Georgia is going to have to enter our bracket from last week and we'll have to go back and redo it, not war crimes. But I think Georgia is going to win. Um, Ohio State's big receiver is not going to play, declare for the NFL draft, and he's not going to play, not going to risk injury. Um, I, I don't know. I think I think Georgia's going to win. Which uh, So let me – since we agree on Georgia and Michigan, I think go ahead and call your shot now. You tell me why Georgia versus Michigan, who's going to win that game? Um, after Georgia gets through absolutely massacring in the first round, in the second round, they're going to throw a big fat Hadouken to Michigan, and whoever Whoever plays, if TCU manages to somehow scrape out a win against Michigan, Georgia is going to pick them up like the Undertaker and throw them. It, it, it's not even going to be close. I don't think, in my opinion, we don't even need to have this for me to know how it's going to play out. Georgia is going to win easily handedly i don't even think any of the games will be close that georgia's involved in i just i i think michigan and georgia is such a toss-up for me um i i'll just just uh, never i can't even i was about to say just to be different i was gonna pick michigan to beat georgia go ahead and call michigan shot i think harbaugh is gonna choke i believe in kirby smart um, I'll go Georgia again. Golly, Barrett, I hate agreeing with you. Agreeing with you is no fun. I, um, but when you're so right, it's hard not to agree with you. Um, I don't even want to talk about last week NFL predictions. Um, it was just a complete wash. Most of them, so many upsets. Lions lost. Uh, the the. Giants didn't put up much of a fighting. I'm sorry, the Texans, the Titans didn't put up much of a fight against the Texans. The Commanders didn't put up any fight against the 49ers. The Raiders choked again. Josh McDaniel should be the next coach fired, which is the only news I think we should be talking about from this last week, which is Nathaniel Hackett was fired from the Broncos. Uh, before you get into that, the one thing that I am, the only game that I want to talk about okay. prior to that is Texans Titans. Because okay. the Texans or the, the Titans ruined it. The Titans ruined the biggest, the, the possible, it could have been the biggest lost dong in history. I saw this on some internet forum, but basically they had one win, one tie, 
and in the middle, all their other ones were losses. Yeah. And the Titans ruined it. <laughs> so now one of the one of the balls is long. So we can't get the largest lost dong in history. Anyways, let's get to the thing back. And I just wanted to rant about that. Understanding what you were saying took me like a lot of brain power. So thanks for putting that on our listeners. Um, I will say the Titans is interesting news. I will I will start with this. The Titans, you're an AFC South guy. You got the Colts, um, who had a absolutely brutal showing on Monday Night Football. Um, Jeff Saturday's now like been outscored like 90 to nine in the fourth quarter since coming in as head coach three or four right. games ago. It's, it's pitiful, but I will say this, the Titans need to win against the Jaguars to clinch because Ryan Tannehill is already out. They have no receiving core. Do they sit Derrick Henry this next week and against the Cowboys who is going to be hard for them to win against anyways in hopes that Derrick Henry can go off against the Jaguars, which he has historically done in order to win and clinch a playoff berth? Um, I don't think it matters what they do. I think the Jaguars beat them. Wow. Well, I I, I think that's a, a good take, actually. Um, uh, the Jaguars are on a heater. But uh, let's look at Week 17. Let's not jump too far ahead. Um I think there's some interesting matchups, and the next week we'll be talking about matchups plus uh, playoff potential, stuff like that. So let's look. Um, Cowboys-Titans, you think Cowboys – I mean, if you think the Jaguars can beat the Titans, you think the Cowboys can beat the Titans, correct? I think most teams in the NFL can beat the Titans right now. Yeah, they're a little banged up, no receiving core, defense not great, Tannehill. And you know what's crazy to me is everyone crapping on Tannehill. Tannehill leaves, what can they not do? They can't even beat the Texans. I'll tell you, Tannehill, granted they've been on a losing streak, Tannehill was a big part of that team. Um. Anyways, I, I, think, Cow- like I, said, I think Cowboys win. Cowboys just beat the Eagles, which we both called. Um, I said, regardless of Jalen Hurts playing, you said if Jalen Hurts didn't play, you thought the Cowboys would win. Jalen Hurts didn't play. Cowboys won. But it was closer than you give them credit for. Um, so it was 34 to 40. Uh, and Gardner Minshew didn't have a bad game. 24 for 40, 355 yards and two touchdowns. The big key was the two interceptions that allowed um, the Cowboys to make a little bit of a comeback there at the end. So kind of sad we didn't get to see Gardner Minshew pull out the dub. But I think Cowboys beat Titans. Let's talk about the next game, Sunday, January 1st, New Year's Day, a battle of terrible teams, um, the Cardinals versus the Falcons. I haven't given the Falcons much credit this year, nor have I given the Cardinals much credit. Um, but I do think the Falcons will pull this out. Uh, the Falcons, Desmond Ritter looked better last week. It looks like he's getting more comfortable. You know, our friend invited uh, asked us if we wanted to go to the Falcons game. Tickets were like $30 something dollars. Huh. It's a, uh, I think, because I think Trace McSorley is still going to be playing, not Kyler Murray, and where the Falcons are not looking good. I do think the Falcons win. Um, so that's that's news. Uh, hopefully, um, and Arthur Smith's not going to 
blow a game just for a pick. He doesn't believe in that. So I appreciate that. Falcons are going to win. I was, you know, I was going to actually write these down. That way I didn't have to actually listen next time, even though I listened to it anyways. So let me do that. Cowboys and Falcons. Um, Dolphins versus Patriots. Uh, uh, Dolphins Patriots is is a game. Dolphins just coming off a loss to the Packers and a, a four game loss. lose a four game losing streak with that loss. Man, are they at home? They're in Foxborough. Yikes! The Dolphins have lost like the last eight or nine games in sub fifty weather or something like that. Like, uh, it's definitely going to be that in Foxborough, I would imagine. So. I think I, – I mean, I feel like Dolphins are still the favorite to win this, but I think the Patriots pull it out. Uh, I I want Mac Jones to win so bad, but I also – I mean, the Dolphins are good, man, and it's going to suck if they don't make it to the playoffs. I'll go Dolphins. I think that – I think that they're going to stop the bleeding here. Um. Oh, wait. I heard Tua was going to be out. Oh. Um. Yep. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Patriots with you. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put that in uh, backup QB's hands. Um, I'll go Patriots as well. I think Mac Jones can do something. Um, other news I saw. Um, while we're having the technical difficulties. JJ Watt retired from the Cardinals. This will be. Um, he's he's gonna retire after these next two games. So he'll play one against the Falcons. So now I kind of want to go to the Falcons game. He'll play one against the Falcons, and then he will go play his last home game in Arizona in the last week of the season. Oh, my gosh. I didn't hear that. So, Hall of Famer retiring. Um, we'll see him in Canton in a few years, I imagine. Um, wow. But, yeah. Yep. His younger brother's still balling out. Not this year because of the injuries, but T.J. Watt, so, and the Steelers. Saints versus Eagles is the next game. I think this is an easy one, no matter who is at QB for – the Flying Eagles, who you got? I think I've got the Eagles. If it's Hurts, they're going to blow them out. If it's Minshew, that beautiful, beautiful man will lead them to victory. I uh, I, I have to give you credit. Last week you said the Saints are going to beat the Browns, and I told you you were wrong. The Saints did beat the Browns. Um, Deshaun Watson for, you know, a thousand first-round picks seems like a terrible trade so far. Um, didn't play 12 weeks of the season, and then he came in and and has been uh, not great since. But right. uh, but uh, we'll see. Still got time. Fully guaranteed extension. Just a t- just great GMing for the Browns. Colts versus Giants. This is an easy one for me. I'm gonna go with the Giants. The Giants almost beat the Vikings last week. The Giants are looking to clinch um, a playoff spot i think um but they definitely need to beat the colts if they want that to happen colts are eliminated i don't think colts can win it's in new york your opinion uh this is not opinion based at all this is fact the giants are gonna win um and if they don't i'll be mad at my own team yes sir i'll hold you to that it Um, was Say like ten years ago, it was suck for luck. Yeah. Now it's get pummeled into the ground for CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud's you're going with. Well, I don't think we're gonna get Bryce Young unless the Texans manage to win some more games. 
Yeah, good point. Bryce Young's going to put the Texans. All um, right. Maybe the Falcons lose some more games and we can get T.J. Stroud. I don't know. Desmond Ritter was a second-round pick, so it's not like a lot of risk there for us. It might have been a fourth-round pick. I can't remember. Um, Panthers versus Buccaneers. The Panthers beat the Lions last week, stopped the Lions' kind of winning streak, and uh, they were starting to really go off, and they looked like they were going to get an NFC wildcard spot. The Panthers are still fighting. If the Panthers beat the Buccaneers this week and beat Tom Brady, then the Panthers have a chance to win the NFC South. So I think I am going to go, but it's in Tampa Bay. There's rumors about Rob Gronk maybe coming back. Um, I think I'm going to go Buccaneers to beat the Panthers. And so what are you going to go? Uh, I think I'm going to go the Buccaneers. I think both of these teams have been lackluster this year. I don't see it being uh, a great mode. or a, Not great mode. I don't see it being a great game. Yeah. But uh, I think the Buccaneers pull it out in the end. All right. Um, next game, let's run through these. I think the next three are going to be kind of easy to run through. Broncos, Chiefs. 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 Nathaniel Hackett got fired, like we said. I think that's a good call. I think good faith in the GM. GM got Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson could be good if you get a coach in there that runs a scheme that Russell Wilson's good at running. I think that's the key. And I think firing Nathaniel Hackett was a good call. Um, but I go with Chiefs as well. Bears at the Lions. I think that one's also easy for me. Maybe you have a different opinion. Bears lost last week to the Bills. Lions lost last week to the Panthers. And I want to go the Bears, but I think the Lions take it, honestly. Browns at Commanders. Uh, Oh, God, I still want to say Deshaun Watson is going to make a comeback, but maybe not. Um, Browns at Commanders. Um, I want to believe in Deshaun Watson, but I think I have to go Commanders. It's in Washington. The Commanders are trying for a wild card spot at 7-7-1. Who do you got? I think it's Commanders. All right. I can't I, – I, I don't like Carson Wentz, but I can't deny that the Browns are bad. Yeah. And with Nick Chubb, one of the better running backs in the league, and Amari Cooper and Yoku, and I don't know, and a good line. Like, what are they doing? I don't know. Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing good is the answer. Jaguars versus Texans. I think this is an easy one. Um, who you got? Uh, as the as the British would say, I think the Jaguars are going to trounce the Texans. I thought you were going to say something. I, I had literally no idea what you were about to say. Um, <laughs> the, the only thing that came to mind was the Redcoats are coming, but the British didn't say that. That was uh, obviously because they were the ones that were coming. So uh, I go Jaguars as well. Easy, easy pick. Um, I don't think the Texans are going to gain any momentum from last week. 49ers at Raiders, another easy one in my mind, even though it shouldn't be easy. I will say it again. Josh McDaniels, you are making this very hard on me, but it shouldn't be easy. But I will say 49ers. Who do you got? I also agree, 49ers. Jets at the Seahawks. This is an interesting I, one. 
It's Geno season. It's Geno season. Wow. Same um, record, but but I think Geno is going to pull it. What does this does this headline right here uh, help you sway you any? Jets QB Mike White has been cleared to play Sunday. Uh, no. No. Okay. Um, so you're going Geno. I think I'm going to go Jets. I like Mike White a little bit. I think Salah's really trying for a wild card. Um, I'm going to go Jets to oppose you a little bit and because I also believe in it. I went Geno's season last week and the week before, and they failed me both times. So I think Geno's done. I think Geno had a good run. He had about nine games in him, and that was it. Vikings at the Packers, an easy one for me, but the the flashes of success from the Packers have been making it hard. I'm still going to go with the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, an afternoon yeah. game. You agree? Kirk Cousins, yeah, Kirk Cousins is just going to, you know, he's going to show Aaron Rodgers that he's washed. Pay $50 million a year for QB. Um, Rams at the Chargers. Despite the Rams, 51 points against the Broncos this last week. The Broncos having one of the best defenses in the league, mind you. I still am going to go Chargers here. Um, I don't believe in that. I think that was a fluke game for the Rams. Aaron Donald's not playing. You know, Matthew Stafford's still not. Cooper Cup's still not playing. I, it is the Chargers. I'm, I think I'm going to go the Rams. But I think the Rams take it. Okay. Um that, that's another one we – I guess we did – Steelers at Ravens. We'll just go to Steelers at Ravens, Sunday night football. Mm. Is Lamar – Lamar's playing? Um, I don't think so. Mm. Who is it? It's Tyler Huntley. Mm. I don't think – I think that the Ravens' whole offense revolves around Lamar Jackson. Harbaugh did say, Harbaugh said that they've run the same offense with Jackson as they do with Huntley because they're very similar style quarterbacks, and that's on purpose, so they don't have to change their entire offense for a new QB. Um, Last week they did beat the Falcons. They only put up 17 points against a pretty crappy defense and a banged-up defense. The Steelers, on the other hand, saw success last week against the Raiders, but not much of it. It's mm. a coin toss for me. Who you got? Man, I... Heads is Ravens, tails is Steelers. I'm going the opposite of you. Steelers. Okay, I'll take the Ravens. That's fine by me. Um, Final game, a... AFC matchup that is going to be big on Monday Night Football. We have the Bills at the Bengals. Last week, the Bengals were able to beat the Patriots, further closing in on that uh, return to the playoffs and that return to possibly the Super Bowl. The Bills handed the Bears another loss. The Bills are looking great. Who do you got? Bills versus Bengals in Cincinnati. I think if there's a game that I – if I could only watch one game 
this week. I think it's going to be this one. Yeah. It's going to be a great game, I believe. I think Josh Allen beats Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. I think the I think the Bills. I, I've said this for a while. The Bills are the most solid team in the NFL. I think you can expect a consistent level of production out of them. And even when they're doing bad, they're still doing consistent. But yeah. their their highs are very high. The Bills have looked so good. The Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. That's I call a, it's it, a I call it right here on this. It's Bills versus. Let's see. It's going to be Bills versus. Oh, the Eagles are going to be so good though. We're going to have a great matchup in the Super Bowl this year. No, no, no sneaking in. It's going to be Bills versus Eagles. And I think the Bills are going to take it. But here, I think the Bengals win. And I think the Bengals win because when it comes playoff time and these two teams match up in the playoffs for the AFC championship, which means the Chiefs don't even make it there, calling that also, um, that the Bills will have a little bit of revenge. I'm going to call Bengals go opposite of you. Um, I, I think the Bengals are looking great. They've been on a – heater man because they lost uh most of their games fairly early um so i don't know i think yeah i'm gonna go Bengals. all right well that seems to be all the games for this week and uh without further ado yeah without further ado this is our bracket why don't you explain the bracket I will. Um, basically, we went – oh, I just thought of another name that I'm going to take off one of these to put on. Oh, no, I can't. Maybe. I'm going to take off her and add this guy. All right. Or this guy. Oh, my gosh, there's too many good – all right, basically, sorry. I'm getting distracted. The bracket is the best – the greatest of all time. It's the GOAT. It's the GOAT bracket. It's the greatest of all time. Specifically sports. You know, that's generally what that term is used for. Um, we went with anyone, basically anyone involved with sports. Um, if you so we have a few coaches, we have people from all different sports. Um, and it our our bracket leans heavily male but that is only because of the uh the much longer history of male sports over female sports i think you just don't have the same records because you don't have the as long lasting we have it kind of seated a little bit better than we did with the duos got a great bracket here i say unless you have anything else you want to you want to throw into the mix i say we start with our first matchup nope i think we're good i think we, we start tom brady number one seed versus Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson being the coach for the Chicago Bulls during their three-peat. Phil Jackson being the coach for Kobe Bryant during their championships. Uh, but despite Phil Jackson, or who almost made it, who I took off for Phil Jackson, which was Amanda Nunez, I think both of them are going to lose to our number one seed. Your opinion? I agree. I think this is easy. Tom Brady goes. All right. Well, Tom Brady move forward. Next will be Jerry Rice versus Bill Belichick. 
man, Bill Belichick, most Super Bowls in in NFL history. Um, I think he's a great coach. But I think this is uh, – I think Bill Belichick is a little uh, discounted on the fact of, you know, the age-old ba- debate, is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick? Look at them both this year. Who is it? Tell me. They both suck. Buccaneers are awful. Patriots are fighting for a wild-card spot. Tom Brady had one good year. They had one good year. Yeah, they did it. They won the Super Bowl. It was Tom Brady over Bill Belichick. I, I'm not convinced, but I will say this. I will agree with you that if we're looking at who the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, he has some competition with some other coaches. Um, Actually, does he, though? Jerry Rice, wide receiver, uh, mainly for the 49ers, does he have competition for the best wide receiver of all time? No, it's Jerry Rice, hands down. So who they both have very little competition. They're both the greatest of all time in their respective categories, I think. But I, I agree with you. I who do you got? You don't have any competition. You can say maybe three names that are up there, but it always ends in yeah, but Jerry Rice is obviously the best. Like yeah. he he's just the best. That that's going to be a big argument for him going forward is that you can't even maybe put anyone else at his position. No, it's it's Jerry Rice hands down. Randy Moss is the next closest and Randy Moss doesn't have Jerry Rice um status. Uh so he beats Bill Belichick, moves on to the second round. The next category is the is a, the, or the next matchup is a matchup of the great, honestly, the greatest. When I say the greatest hockey player of all time, only one name comes to mind. And that name is what? Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. It's Wayne Gretzky. But if I say the fastest man alive, even though he's no longer the fastest man because he's getting older, if I say the fastest man alive, who comes to mind? Usain Bolt. So who wins? I- Wayne Gretzky. The greatest hockey player. He has the most goals. He he held some 61 NHL records when he left the NHL. He um, still has the most goal score of all time. And he's beating Alex Ovechkin, who is still climbing, by like 80 goals um, versus Usain Bolt, who was easily the fastest man alive. Um, Has that classic iconic image of him looking back at his opponent during an Olympic race. I'll, I I don't know. So I I always hate to go go to the epic rap battles of history, but that's a, like I I watch a you lot don't of hate, a, you don't hate to go to the epic rap battles of history. Why are you lying to yourself? You I love to okay, go yeah. to the epic rap battles of history. I love it. Uh, since it was like Tony Hawk versus Wayne Gretzky, and Wayne Gretzky said, "We have 184 records between us. That's plenty of them." And I've said 183 of them. (laughs) (laughs) That, like, Wayne Gretzky is, I mean, he's up there. The only thing, this is going to be a big, a big argument in this bracket. Are you the better athlete if you do it with your team or if you do it alone? I don't know. Um, We gave Tom Brady a lot of credit despite his 
reliance on defense throughout the years. I, I don't but I think Fast Man Live, I think Usain Bolt. We first round was supposed to be easy, Barrett. What did we do? We messed up. Wayne Gretzky, I think I think there was more of an argument that like, hey, you know, Usain Bolt, um, other people were close and other Wayne Gretzky was so far above the rest of the pack. When you think other hockey players, you think Bobby Orr, you think Sidney Crosby, you think Alice Ovechkin. None of those players even come close to Wayne Gretzky. In my mind, it's Wayne Gretzky. If you want Usain Bolt, you got to convince me. Nope, it's Wayne Gretzky. It's Wayne Gretzky. Our next matchup is between one of the greatest boxers of all time and not only a record-setting baseball player, but also a barrier-breaking baseball player, Jackie Robinson versus Floyd Mayweather. Now, I will say this. I think it is uh, often lost in the fact that Jackie Robinson was the first um, black man to play in the Major League Baseball that is lost, that Jackie Robinson was a great player. A great right. player. Um, that's the reason he was able to break over that barrier largely. So, But in my mind, the allure, the amount of money, the amount of matches won, the skill of Floyd Mayweather wins at number eight seed, unless you disagree. No, that's not a matchup that 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 I can really debate with. I think Floyd Mayweather takes that because if you're in a sport where wins are counted and you have not taken any losses, yeah, I mean, I think that gives you a lot of credit. That I mean, how can you get better than no losses? You can't. That's impossible. Um, I didn't know that the bracket was set up this way, but our next one is going to be one of the most heated debates. Wow. We have, at number five, we have LeBron James. He's facing someone that uh, maybe should have been a little higher, but uh, was a lower seed. LeBron James is facing Kobe Bryant. Oh, what do you say every time you throw that paper ball in the trash can, Barrett? Kobe. You say Kobe. That is, that is Kobe. But LeBron James is some seven. It, I, I want to say LeBron James is within a thousand points of passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points in NBA history. He already holds three or four um, NBA championships, multiple MVPs. Obviously, he's the long, one of the longest running careers, especially at his level. Right. Kobe Bryant did a lot. I, I think, think it's LeBron. I think it's LeBron, too. I do say Kobe every time I throw the ball into the trash can, but every time I absolutely slam it down on somebody, I do say <laughs> LeBron. You say LeBron. And he's still doing that at 37 years old. Next, we have – oh, this will be interesting because I know very little about one and you know very little about one. We have Rafael Nadal, one of the greatest – I would argue probably the greatest. Him and Roger Federer go back and forth, tennis player of all time. And Rafael Nadal um, versus Rocky Marciano, who's one of the greatest boxers of all time. Tell me a little about Rocky. You know more. Yeah, Rocky Marciano is the only other undefeated 
uh, boxer, if I'm yeah. correct. He's the only yeah. heavyweight champion. Um, there, there wasn't a heavyweight. He's the only heavyweight champion to have finished his career undefeated. 49 fights, 43 wins by KO. Golly. 43 wins by knockout. He knocked a man out with his bare – in the heavyweight division, mind you. Knocked a man out with his bare hands 43 times. Um. Rafael Nadal has been ranked world number one for 209 weeks. Um, he has the all-time record of 22 Grand Slam uh, men's singles titles. He has won numerous – I mean, he's the only one to compete the career Golden Slam in singles. He has just won so many matches. He's won so many gold medals. I, the the man's career – not sorry. Let me see if I can find Olympics on here. He's won two gold medals. He's won 2008 and he won 2016. Um, I, it's nasty. It's nasty. His career record. You want to hear this career record in tennis? 1,067 yeah, to 217. He has an 83% win record. Now, I know Rocky Marciano never lost. That's a 100% win record, man. But I also think it's worth noting that Rafael Nadal, his highest ranking when he first got to number one was 18th of August, 2008. He is currently ranked number two in 2022. That is a 14-year career in tennis. Well, not even 14-year career, 14 since from when he was first ranked number one, and he's now ranked number two. That is long-lasting. That is longer than Marciano, and he holds the same status i mean he holds the most grand slam titles won by a man man how many times did rafael nadal get hit in the head during <laughs> playing tennis I, longevity I is not something in contact sports longevity is is fleeting okay so you you I, want rocky marciano right i think so he has 49 – he's 49-0. That's a 100% win record. Mm-hmm. You said uh, Rafael Nadal has like an 80-something percent win record. Yeah. Not only does Rocky Marciano have a 100% win record, with 43 knockouts, he has a higher knockout yeah. percentage than Rafael Nadal has just win percentage. I also say he finished in style. Rafael Nadal is also facing in tournaments, but I'll go Marciano for you, mainly because he's going to have a hard time winning the next one. This is kind of, again, didn't really pay attention to seeding towards the bottom of our bracket. Two of our females are going up against each other, so um, we have Simone Biles versus Mia Hamm. Simone Biles being. I think the greatest gymnast of all time, one of the most decorated gymnasts of all time. Um, she, you, you, you know this, but they put rules in the Olympic committee gymnastics competitions to where you could not do certain tricks because of how dangerous they were. The only person in the world that could do those tricks was Simone Biles. She did a trick that was so dangerous if other people were to attempt it because she was just that good that they banned those tricks. Mia Hamm, on yep. the other hand, 
held the record for the most goals scored by a man or woman in international competition for soccer until 2013 when she was passed. Mia Hamm is one of the legendary women's soccer players. I I throw it to you. I gave you the resumes, what you got. I don't think you beat Simone Biles here. Mia Hamm is great. When they make rules, they make rules to to hinder you from winning. Right. I think there was something, there's a football player with that too, that that the argument is often made. I don't remember, but he hit people so hard and so viciously that they had to make rules to keep him from hitting people so hard. Next, we have Nolan Ryan who is arguably not the most decorated. So this is where we're going to have this, that conversation about um, greatest skill versus decorated. And it's going against the most decorated athlete of all time, Michael Phelps. Um, Michael Phelps, most decorated athlete of all time. He won so many, so many Olympic medals. It's hard to count. Nolan Ryan, the best baseball pitcher of all time, did it for 20-plus years. Um, still. I mean, and he didn't even win the best pitcher award ever in a year, but everyone assumes he won nine or 10 of them. That's how great he was. Um, He had that much movement on his fastball, but Michael Phelps holds the all-time record for Olympic gold medals with 23, 23, 13 of those coming in individual events. Right. Um, I will say Michael Phelps, I feel like, was created in a factory to swim. His body is made for swim. He's so – he is a fish, essentially. He is is a fish? He's – he – like, if you look at – like, he has some sort of deformity that makes him swim better. It makes him swim better. Yeah. Hey, He's got things in his body that were just made for being great. Well, I will argue Nolan Ryan was as well. He was throwing fastballs that they that with adjustments for the fact that speed guns weren't as well back then. He was probably throwing 110 plus mile an hour fastballs, which the fastest fastball you see now is 108, and that's topping it out. He was uh. chunking balls. Um, he also, you've seen the pic, look, let me show you this picture. You've seen the, when they charge the mound and it's the old guy on the mound and he has him in a headlock and he's punching him in the face. Yeah. That's Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan yeah. is the guy right there punching <laughs> that has him in the headlock. I, I do remember old. that. And I will, I will say that Nolan Ryan's fastball is probably faster than Michael Phelps can swim. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. easily but i agree i just got to give nola ryan some love but i agree i mean it's hard to go against michael phelps man it's like just an enormous amount of medals this is probably something that i'm gonna end up saying um but as a kid i've never watched a swimming event ever in my life and i've also never watched a baseball well i have i watched a few baseball events i'm not a big fan of baseball but i have never ever watched a swimming event in my life 
and I know exactly who Michael Phelps is. I know what he looks like in my head. I know so many things about him. Michael Phelps is it. But Nolan Ryan, Nolan Ryan is, I don't know much about it. We'll go Michael Phelps. The next competition, they're very, talk about, talk about watching competitions. I think I'm going to bring that up this next one. I don't watch much swimming unless, unless Michael Phelps was swimming. He was that special. Right. Same thing with this next one. We have, I'm going to give you the number 30 seed first. Anderson Silva, greatest MMA fighter of all time. Right. Versus the greatest female tennis player of all time in Serena Williams. I do not watch tennis unless Serena Williams is playing. She's since retired this last year, but I do not watch tennis unless Serena Williams was playing. She was that good. And I don't need to sit here and argue with this. If you disagree, maybe, but Serena Williams moves on. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll defer to you because you seem pretty set on this. Uh, the only thing I have to say is, is how difficult UFC is as a sport. Yeah, I, I think know. UFC is incredibly more difficult as a sport. But I'll I'll defer to you. I'll let uh, you have that uh, one. Ten, it probably is more technically difficult than tennis. But I'll say this: it is probably more technically difficult to hold the record for the most Grand Slam wins in women's tennis history than it is to just be named the best MMA fighter of all time, since that has such a shorter history. A lot less people have competed, and there are people coming after his title every day where there's no one close to Serena Williams, except for Stephanie Graff, Steffi Graff, who stopped competing a long time before Serena Williams. Right. So let's move on to the next one. Pele versus Babe Ruth. I don't know soccer. Uh, but Pele's I, a crazy athlete. I know the name Pele. Yeah, I know he's a crazy athlete. But I will say also and- Babe Ruth was a crazy athlete. Only one other person in history has been able to pitch as well and hit as well simultaneously. Like most times pitchers aren't hitters. Most times hitters are not pitchers, Barry. You don't know about baseball? I can tell you that. The only other person to do what Babe Ruth has done as far as the amount of hitting in a se- in season and the best pitching in season is currently playing, and his name is Shohei Otani. But right. it took – almost a hundred years for what Babe Ruth did to be repeated. Right. So this is the argument that I'm going to make here. Me and you are in separate, separate fields. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of second graders coming at me and I'm just knocking them all out. I knock out 39 of them before they, before they get me. Now, you have 10th graders. You knock out six of them before they, they murder you. That doesn't just... make me the better fighter. No, it doesn't. Because it doesn't. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm fighting second graders. I will, I will say You're this. fighting 10th graders. I think it's a false analogy. Um, Pele records and athleticism compares to a mul- there's so many soccer players in the world. Soccer's the world's biggest sport, right? right? So there's so many people to compare it to, and we still call him one of the best. Babe Ruth, right. you know how many baseball players there are in the world? 
There are thousands of people in the MLB right now. It's been going on for over 120 years. So, again, to put him as the top, at still he hit he has to hit the fourth most home runs. If you take out the uh, the people that use steroids, Bonds and um, Sammy Sosa, he's hit the second most home runs in history. While right. Or he's the top five because I think Albert Pujols passed him. Um, he and with thousands and thousands and thousands of players to compete against, and worldwide still baseball is. I should for me it's Babe Ruth. Who do you think? Do you think Pele? Man, I think it's Pele, but I will. I'll let you go with Babe Ruth because it's a hard to quantify the level of skill of opponents. Really, because is. I do think he was going up against plumbers. And like he he was going up against not as good like he played before African Americans were even allowed to play in the sport. And I'm just gonna say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh that's not fair. I agree. Well, speak of speaking of African American baseball players, the greatest one of all time in Hank Aaron, who holds the true. I'll go ahead and say it. He holds the true record for the most home runs because Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds cheated. Hank Aaron holds the most home runs. Um, a Braves player, also I'm a big Braves fan, so that's part of that. Going up against Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, can I go and give my piece real quick? Yep. I would have given Cristiano Ronaldo a fairer fight two months ago. But I have seen so much stat-wise and so much, um, ch- you know, record-wise and all this that shows how great Lionel Messi was compared to Ronaldo and how right. Lionel Messi did so much more. And I'm starting to think Ronaldo's clout comes from, yes, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Great player. Top five soccer player of all time. But – a lot of his cloud, I think, comes from the fact that he is such an icon. Right. Most Instagram followers, you know, brands, all this, makes a lot of money. I think, as you're going to talk, greatest athlete, greatest sports player of all time, it's Hank Aaron. Do you agree? I, I don't think I don't think Ronaldo is the GOAT in his own sport. Hank Aaron has so, an argument for being GOAT in his Hank own Aaron, sport. Hank Aaron has an argument, so – Thank you, All right, moving on. Steffi Graf, who, like I said, held the most women's uh, Grand Slams titles until Serena Williams versus Muhammad Ali. This is, despite Steffi Graf's unbelievable level of success, this is an easy one for me. The greatest boxer of all time wins this. Man, it's hard. It's hard to, to bet against Muhammad Ali. I think... His problem is that he didn't stop boxing. Rocky Marciano stopped boxing. Floyd Mayweather stopped boxing. Yes, they never had those losses. I, I agree. But I also, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Ali, he was boxing with, like, he was boxing with Parkinson's. <laughs> Muhammad Ali also, I will say this, went up against the best boxers. He went up against uh, Tyson, George Foreman. Uh, not Tyson, but Foreman and Joe Frazier, and he and he went up against such, such guys, such dudes that it's hard to go against Muhammad Ali. 
Next on the list is Lionel Messi, who I am going to go ahead and say is best soccer player of all time after he won his World Cup recently against Bill Russell, who owns 10 NBA championships, which is a record. Uh, he was part of the Celtics dynasty, but again, here I think we go with team versus individual. These are both on teams, but I think Lionel Messi – because of how much he's won, he obviously is the most valuable player on that team. He's the reason those teams are winning. Bill Russell's is an argument those Celtics would have won championships without Bill Russell. Do you have any problem with Lionel Messi moving forward? No, Messi moves forward, and it's easily to me. Did you see – I think I told you this, but did you see that Lionel Messi's World Cup celebration Instagram post passed the world record egg for the most liked post on Instagram? I think you told me about that. That is crazy. Yeah. I, I remember liking the world record egg because it tried to pass Kylie Jenner at like 16 million. And he got to like 50 something million. I was like, never going to be passed. Lionel Messi just did it very sneakily at like 60 something million likes. It's the craziest thing. Okay. Yeah. Next, we have I, Tony Hawk, greatest skater of all time, but only holds one record, according to you. Versus, no, he doesn't. Not anymore. He got beat <laughs> by a 14 year old kid. Versus Tiger Woods who despite all of his injuries, all of his troubles, I still, everyone's always rooting for Tiger to make the comeback. He won the Masters in 2019 after multiple surgeries and car accidents, and I don't know. For me, it's I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with Tiger Woods. I think, uh, I think Tony Hawk is good, but if you do something that nobody's ever been done before and then a 14-year-old kid does it too, yeah. I don't think that, you know. Um, last two. We'll run through these last two easily. Jeff Gordon versus Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Nick uh, Saban. Not a contest. Jeff Gordon's a good good NASCAR driver, but Nick Saban has created the biggest dynasty in college football history of all the, time ever. Yeah, he, he has the most national championships. He finally passed Bear Bryant. It's it's Nick Saban. Um, Lance Armstrong versus Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Lance Armstrong's good, but he also used steroids and cheated. And then we all forgave him because he got testicle cancer, and and then it was all okay that he cheated, I guess. But um, it's Michael Jordan. Easy. Yep. All right. So now we're at this uh, – we're at the second round. These things are going to – they're going to be a little more of a debate, but uh, we'll try to move through it. Um, Tom Brady versus Jerry Rice. Man. So this is something that I've debated before, and it's a hard debate. Tom Brady has more rings by four. He has four more Super Bowls. He holds records, most passing, all this type of stuff. But I would argue Jerry Rice was more essential to his team and, and Tom I would argue, Brady, you just argue with Bill Belichick that Tom Brady was essential to that team. You flip Yeah, and... I think – well, no, no, no. Yes, Tom Brady was more essential to that team. Jerry Rice was more essential to his team. I don't know. Joe Montana did a lot of work there. I Well, Joe Montana is a whole another story with me. I don't think Joe Montana was uh, – you uh, will have to get into that. You don't I think give him Steve the credit. Was better. I, I know. I think Steve Young was better. It doesn't matter. Joe Montana's still top ten QB of all time. 
for me, it's I'm gonna skip it. I wanna skip it. I wanna skip it. Can we skip it? Can this be my one skip? I, sure, we can skip it, but it's gonna come we'll come back, back to the same thing. We'll, we'll come back to it. I gotta have more time to think. The next one's easier for me. Wayne Gretzky versus Floyd May- Wayne Gretzky versus Floyd Mayweather. The reason this is easy for me is despite Floyd Mayweather's unbelievable talent and success, we also have Rocky Marciano and Muhammad Ali, who are both boxers that I think are probably we're gonna list as better than Mayweather. So for me, it's Gretzky moves forward. Right. I think at this point we need to, yeah. If they're not the best in their sport, they got to get out. And, and Wayne Gretzky is easily the best in his sport. Same thing with LeBron James versus Rocky Marciano. Now I think that we, I think we need to not say LeBron James. I don't think we need to say is he the best in his sport yet. That's that's too premature. Rocky Marciano. That's going to be a, a one for later. Rocky Marciano is great. He, he was winless. He did it in the 50s. Talk about level of competition. He was fighting plumbers. Um, right. But it's LeBron James. Almost the most points of all time. High on the assist list. Four championships. It's incredibly hard to do. Longest One of the longest careers. It's LeBron James. Right. All right. Glad you agree. Second round's being easier for some reason. Some... Oh. I should have used my skip here. Simone Biles versus Michael Phelps. Mm. Now, Simone Biles, talk about decorated um, Olympic athletes. Simone Biles has an enormous amount of medals as well. So I, I would like to – I want to see this. How many have they both comp- – because they're both Olympics, so it's easier to measure, right? Yeah. So, um, I'll how many have both of them participated in versus one? Um, participated in, she's going to have participated in a lot less because she didn't start till 2016. There's also a lot shorter lifespan on a, on being a gymnast than there is on being a swimmer. Um, right. But what is her, what is her win a gold medal percentage? So she's competed in four Olympics and well, she actually competed in this last one. So we won't count it. So she's competed in two Olympics. And she's won six medals, four of which are gold. Um, Phelps has competed in, golly, Barrett, one, two, three, four, I want to say five. Five, or maybe only four. I think he competed in four and he's won 28. So he's won basically seven. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 28. He's basically won seven. A, a each Olympics, um, small Biles has won less than that. But I will say, swimming you get to compete in more things, right? Um, than gymnast. Simone Biles is tied with Shannon Miller for the most Olympic medals won by an American gymnast. Um, she's the most decorated gymnast in history because she's won twenty five world championship medals. So if we go outside of Olympics and we go to the world championship medals, she's won twenty five. She's the most decorated gymnast in history. He's the most decorated Olympic athlete in history and the most decorated swimmer in history. He is the most decorated anything in history, I think. Um, Michael Phelps, Simone Biles. I go back to this. I think since they're both most decorated, they're both super high. They made rules to limit Simone Biles' ability. They made limits to rule 
to limit Simone Biles ability. So it's, I can't vote against Michael Phelps. You can, you're controlling it. You can do what you. Oh, I'll just, look away. That, that but just I means you're putting the vote That just means you're putting the blame on me. Don't, don't give me. I can't vote against Michael Phelps. He is, he's Michael freaking Phelps. Do we need a tiebreaker? He's, he's the guy. Golly, this is why we have to have a third person somewhere in the room because we need a tiebreaker. Um, let me. All right. Ah, it's Simone Biles. It's Simone Biles. She's, they made rules against her, Barrett, and she's the most decorated gymnast of all time. And they made rules to where she couldn't be, win he more He is medals. the most decorated athlete think of about, all time. Think about how much more medals she would have won had they not made rules against her. Probably not much more. I bet he wouldn't. I bet she wouldn't have won 27. 27. There's not that many competitions. I don't care if there was ninety. I can play. 000. I can play more ping pong matches than I can football games. That doesn't make me better than Bo Jackson. He's so much better. He's so much. He's Michael Phelps. Okay. As far he's as got that, a body built. Right, forget. 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 Um, decoration. Athletic ability. Michael Phelps. Close competitions every single year, right? He's fast. He's winning. Guess who? Guess who? It isn't a close competition, especially if she's allowed to do what she actually naturally can do. And they didn't have to make rules to make it to where it was a closer, fairer fight. It's Simone Biles. So she's better athletic-wise, athletic ability. Listen, you can vote. You can put whoever you want. I'm not going to look. I know I'm taking it. It's Simone Biles. I'm sorry. I'm not looking at Michael Phelps would beat the crap out of Simone Biles just with his bare hands. Yes. Yeah, but it's not with a his boxing. bare it's with not his a bare hands. Boxing match. She's gonna she's gonna try to flip away. She can't she can't run. She can't <laughs> hide. He can find her. She definitely can't swim. Bro's like a submarine. All right. She so might be able to jump around. Serena Williams versus Babe Ruth. I think if your argument about Babe Ruth, I think it holds up more here with Serena Williams being the greatest undisputably in her field. I think yeah, Serena Williams we'll put, beats Babe Ruth. We'll put Serena Williams up. You were a lot more docile and uh, understanding that term. Yeah, that one's fine. Hank Aaron versus Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer of all time. Yep, Hank Aaron doesn't have it undisputedly. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Lionel Messi versus Tiger Woods, both greatest of all time in their sport. Lionel Messi, easy. Wow, really? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You gave me some home bios. I'll give you Lionel Messi. Nick Saban versus Michael Jordan. This one's easy. Rest in peace, Nick. Rest in peace, Nick. No, don't don't put that bad juju out there. So, um, back to Tom Brady and Jerry Rice. Man, this one's heavy. Heavy. I think I, this is my argument. You can argue for the greatest quarterback of all time, disregarding accomplishment, disregarding Super Bowls. But you didn't want to Super disregard. Bowls. I want you to just know you did not disregard 
um, Olympic medals and just say, who's clearly the greatest gymnast of all time where they had to make rules against her. Sure. Like, no, sure. Michael Phelps is the most. All right, Tom Brady has most Super Bowl rings. I'm going to flip-flop this like you are. Tom Brady. No, I'm joking. Jerry Rice wins. I agree with you. Oh, what? Okay. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Do you want to argue? You had something prepared. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I did. I did have something prepared. Just you wanted because... to say it. You wanted to say. You go ahead. I was going to say disregarding Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Jerry Rice. I still don't think anybody ever was above him. I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry Rice is the best football player of all time. Mm-hmm. I think you convinced me, Barrett. I think it's Jerry Rice. <laughs> He's the greatest football player of all time. He's he, nobody is above him. You I'll can't put, if you try to put Randy Moss above him, you'll get looks. But you, you I will. think some people, even like old heads, will definitely like they might even like put like, Joe Montana above Dan Marino. There's some, yeah, Brett Favre. They like some of the Peyton Manning, they like some of those other guys. Um, so of our eight top eight seeds. Tom Brady lost. Floyd Mayweather lost to Gretzky, which I think that one's the most undisputed. And then Michael Phelps lost to Simone Biles. But the rest of our top eight made it, so that's that's interesting. Um, Jerry Rice versus Wayne Gretzky. Jerry Rice versus Wayne Gretzky. It's Jerry Rice, I think. Uh, it is and, not and I'll Jerry put that. You're wrong. I think I'll put that. I think I'll put that. I think Jerry Rice is so much better. Okay. Oh, dang. I'm, but, I, I don't know. Wayne Gretzky so, is good, though. But so, okay, we're going to argue. We're going to argue about Jerry Rice's undisputed the best wide receiver of all time. But when you talk about best football player, he has a strong contention with Barry Sanders and Tom Brady on his right there with him. It's those three. It's those three, right? And then I, I also, probably wouldn't say Barry Sanders, but yeah. Easily the greatest running back of all time. Not easily. Yes, easily. He holds Walter he's Payton. Rush, he, okay. All right. We'll put Walter Payton in there. My point is, he has competition. Name the greatest hockey player of all time. Wayne Gretzky. He, he, owns, he holds the goal lead by like 10% over his next opponent. He's like 900. The next guy has 800. I'm yeah, running. okay. Okay. You got me. You got me. You can miss it's me. Wayne Gretzky. I got it. It's Wayne Gretzky. Feel bad for Jerry Rice. I think Jerry Rice is so strong, but yeah. Um, now I, now LeBron I James. I did this to myself. LeBron Le- James versus Simone Biles. I did this to myself. You did this to yourself, and you know what? If we're going with if we're going with Simone Biles over Michael Phelps, I say Simone Biles over LeBron James. You know what? LeBron James is in contention for his own sport. Simone Biles is not. Mm-hmm. I know you're not supposed Simone. to have silent. I know you're not supposed to have silence on a podcast, but I'm just meditating on this choice. I think LeBron James would tell us Simone Biles is better. LeBron James himself would be like, "Yeah, Simone Biles, she's a goat." It's hard, but I think okay. I think I think Simone Biles, if she if she is the best in her own sport and LeBron James is contested with the best in his own sport, how can he be the greatest of all time? LeBron James is not contested in his own sport. 
LeBron James is about to hold the most points of all time, along with having the longest running career of all time. He's won four NBA championships in a completely different era. He's better than Michael Jordan. He's had worse teams around him. LeBron James is the undisputed best player in the NBA of all time. He is not contested. I want to stop hearing you say that. And oh my um, gosh. And but I think we're not we're not gonna get our LeBron James Michael Jordan debate here at the end. So I'm gonna go ahead and put my two piece in there. I'll let you have Simone Biles. She's so good. No, you're not letting me. You're not letting me have Simone Biles. Michael Phelps should have been there. Simone Biles should have beat LeBron James. Simone Biles is so good. You don't understand, Barrett. They made rules because she was too good. She was literally too good. They did that with football players too. But they didn't give Michael Phelps. She didn't give the rest of the swimmers a one-second head start. No. He wasn't that. They good. don't give her a head start either. She's but they on tell her you're not field. allowed to do that many turns in the air because it'll because score it can two. kill people. It won't kill her. She's that good. It All might right. not kill her. <laughs> All She's right. That good. All right. She's that good. Um, Serena Williams versus Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, easy. Boom. Easy. Barrett, you don't understand. Muhammad Ali would knock the hell out of Selena Williams. <laughs> Serena Williams. We don't have, they're not fighting each other. You don't want, all right. Serena Williams would beat Muhammad Ali when he's sitting over there with that shaky racket. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. But other than the shaky racket, I think he could put up a better fight than she could in boxing. She was ranked number one for 319 weeks. She won twenty three yeah, grand. She she won twenty three Grand Slam single titles. Yeah, more tennis players than boxers. She won twenty three Grand Slam titles, but um, which is the most of all time in the Open era, which is when they started really counting this stuff. Okay, I'll defer. You just, I I, I can't, I'm not gonna win this because I control what we click. No, I don't know. That's not it. I'm just saying, I think, man, Muhammad Ali is so synonymous with boxing and so, so good. Okay. If you can name one other female tennis player that is not on our bracket, then I will let Muhammad Ali win. Because you can only name one. Is You can only name Serena Williams. And maybe to be fair, I probably couldn't. You could name other boxers, Joe Frazier. Yeah, because I watch boxing. I'm a big boxing fan. I can name so many boxers. I've never, I've never watched tennis because it's boring. Well, if I ask who's the greatest boxer of all time, you said Muhammad Ali, Rocky Marciano, and Floyd Mayweather. You named three, the greatest female tennis player. Okay, who is it? Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Okay, uh, Serena Williams is going to make it at the top four, and Serena Williams is going to. Yeah. Was, okay. Okay. He had a worse knockout rate than uh, Marciano. He had 56 wins, only 37 knockouts. Rocky Marciano was about to. Rocky Marciano was fighting third graders sometimes. So. <laughs> plumbers. He was he was facing plumbers. Though. And All he right. was like, he was definitely. I'll defer to you. I'll, def- I'll defer to you here. You hold Michael Jordan in higher esteem than LeBron. You like Lionel Messi. I think he's great. The greatest soccer player of all time, Messi versus Jordan. I'll 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 give my opinion, but I'll defer to your Messi. 
it, it's I, messy. Uh, LeBron, LeBron and Michael kind of fight in the in the public's eye. They they fight for the best of all time. They're in contention. They're, they're even if you think LeBron is if you think LeBron is way better than Michael Jordan, like you do, not way better. He's just well undisputably better, not way better. If you think that he's undisputedly better, like you do, then Lionel Messi wins this. Um, if you are confused about it, then Lionel Messi still wins this. So somehow, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Michael Phelps, LeBron James, Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather, Tiger Woods, none of them are in our final four. But we yep. do have some strong contenders. Wayne Gretzky and Simone Biles. Here's where... Greggy, Greggy boy. That's Greggy. I agree. I agree. That, I mean, he's good. He's good. And despite Simone Biles' level of success, Wayne Gretzky is le- – Simone Biles found a better match at someone else that was leaps and bounds be above the competition. Right. And Simone was literally leaps and bounds above the competition. Do you get it? Because she's a gymnast and they leap and they bounce. Okay. I wish she would leap and bound and do a, a quintuple backflip. On ice, Michael Phelps, Wayne Gretzky wins. Wayne Gretzky, I, I love that Wayne Gretzky's in our final two, and I love that he's going to go up against Serena Williams or Lionel Messi. Man, <sighs> I don't know. How I really much like dead I air does it take us to figure out if Williams or Messi is better? A lot. Um I only all right, I tell you this, I only watch soccer if Messi's playing. I only watch uh tennis if Serena's playing. That's that's fair. So that doesn't give us anything, it's just something else to think about, I guess. I think the I think the World Cup I think the World Cup might have secured it. I, man, it's I think it did. I don't like. Man. Yeah, you, I don't. Do I you want Messi I, or Serena? I, I can't. I can't. I can't vote against Messi. I can't. So in our final it, two, go ahead. It's hard. It, it's hard. It's difficult. In our final two, we have. Wayne Gretzky versus Lionel Messi. And I actually am glad we ended up here. I think this is, I think these two are the strongest in their respective sports, most undisputed in their respective sports, just icons. And I think it's. I got my answer. I I want to point out that I, I don't want to get swayed by recency bias. Just because we've seen Messi a lot recently doesn't mean he's better. I, I have my answer. I know who it is. There's more soccer players than there ever were hockey players, but there are a lot of hockey players because there's hockey in the Olympics. All right, who do you got? It's Wayne Gretzky. It's Wayne Gretzky. It's Wayne freaking Gretzky. It's, it's Wayne Gretzky because – we had to argue about whether Lionel Messi or Ronaldo was better at the beginning yeah. of this. And Pele also was part of that conversation. 
we have one hockey player on here. And, and, and he just swept. He just ran the we board. Have, we have not one hockey path. player because he's so good. Not an easy path. Usain Bolt, Floyd Mayweather, Jerry Rice, Simone Biles, Lionel Messi. What one of the hardest paths in the tournament to victory? Yeah, I think I, it's Gretzky for sure. Wayne Gretzky is our winner. Wow, that is our bracket. I don't. That was I the barely watch hockey. Bracket. How did that even happen? That is the hardest bracket. He, yeah. And so Wayne Gretzky is joining salt and pepper, the spices, just to be clear. And, uh, and Pol Pot for, right. um, they'll, they'll be in a tournament later on. Right. Well, right. this is, well, been I fun. mean, <laughs> man, uh, I mean, there's, there's nothing else to say. I, I hope you enjoyed, uh, if you're on YouTube, like, and subscribe, if you're on Spotify, listen to it another time. Uh, just you know, let us know. We'll put the email. Share in the it with bio. your friends. Share it with your friends. Encompassing podcast at gmail dot com. Um, it's a picture of a compass. I think we tell that story next time. I think we need to tell the compass story. We'll tell the compass. Story we'll tell the compass time. story. So we'll see you back for the compass story next Tuesday. Um, well, I guess yeah. we record on Tuesdays. They'll we'll y'all will hear this on Thursday. I always forget that. We'll get better about that too. <laughs> yeah. See you guys. But, Bye. but yeah, that'd be it.